This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, a lot of people don't know that um, I have a psychic talent. You do? Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. When were you, you? going to share this? It only took you 10 years to share this with us. Well, now's the time on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, who is, um, I don't know, maybe I hear a tone of doubt that I have this talent. <laughs> the talent is... If you tell me the first body part that you wash in the shower, I can tell you about your personality. Okay. It's true. How did, what, how, where did this come from? I've always had this talent. 651-641-1071. As long as I can remember. Okay. Um, So there's a lot of options when you get into the shower because you've got to wash everything. Oh, that's true. Oftentimes (laughs) we go to one area first. Um, Keep it clean, no pun intended. But uh, if you would give us a call at 651-641-1071, it's almost like a horoscope, right? Um, Okay, so you're saying that you have the ability to tell us what kind of person we are based on what we wash. This is us. Yep, I can tell you what your values are. My Uh, values? Okay. Yeah, I can tell you personality traits. Oh. Uh, 651-641-1071. When did you realize you first had this talent? This, it's a gift. Thank you. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, a gift. gift. Yeah. This is my (laughs) gift. (laughs) To whom um, exactly? I guess the world. <laughs> this is this is what I was put here. Okay, to do. well, do you want to just try me first? Sure. While we're waiting for people to call in, mm-hmm. Bradley, you get into the shower. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing you wash? Ah, <sighs> thanks for asking. I don't know mm-hmm. what this means about me, but I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about the the issue. Yeah. Um, I always, truth be told, actually wash my hair first, a hundred percent. I start mm-hmm. top down. This does not surprise me at all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me about myself. What do you know? Also, this doesn't really work because you've known me for 10 years. But sure, go ahead. Tell me. Oh, but now I know this and it <laughs> confirms what I know of you. Um, if you wash your hair first when you get in the shower. Okay. It means you are a person who is immersed in and Ooh. identifies with your thoughts. And so uh, you are an intellectual, you are an artist, (laughs) you are an intellectual artist. Yes, I'm an intellectual. When most people meet me, they go, intellectual artist. I do. (laughs) You are a creative, you are intellectual, and you are an artist. I am, I'm, you know, I like words, I like smart things, and I like art. See? Okay, all right. Well, I, Uh, I think we should try somebody who maybe 
you've never met oh, before. Good. Perfect. Good. Grant, who do we have on the line? We've got four people ready, lined up to go. We'll start with Jeff, okay? Hi. Okay, great. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, when you get in the shower, what is the first thing you go to wash? I will tell you about your personality <laughs> based on that. Well, <clears throat> ever since I was a child, when I started taking baths, it's always my left forearm. I grab the soap in my right hand, and okay. I start with my left forearm. Huh. Your left forearm. Okay, yes. hey, Jeff. Uh, what that means about you. Now, it's interesting because I've never had anybody actually specify a, um, a side of their body that they so go long? to. Since birth, Bradley, this oh. is my gift. Okay. Jeff, I, I do have one more question. Uh, are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed, but I do play hockey left-handed. Okay. Um, I did know that. I'm just kidding. I didn't know that. Um, the You are somebody who values hard work. Um, and you value hard work because, you know, forearms, uh, forearms signify oh. like really difficult, usually like a heavy lifting, hard work. And because it's your non-dominant side that you go to, it yeah. you, you are concerned with are you strengthening your weak areas. I told you this is my gift, Bradley. I know, you but are, all these words are coming out of you. I've never seen this before. <laughs> I know. It's impressive, isn't it? Jeff, you're concerned with um, strengthening areas where you find weakness. Is that yeah. true? That's absolutely you. true. You win. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Jeff, That's go crazy. forward and wash that left forearm. And you've never met Jeff before, I take it. I haven't. Only on the radio. Okay. All right. Uh, I I hear you doubting, Grant. No, it's not doubt. I'm just blown away because I've never okay, seen this side of you in the 10 years I've worked with you. And we have had several... <laughs> psychic individuals on and you've mm -hmm. never copped to this uh, side of yourself well, so this is you know. enlightening grant who do we have next <laughs> we have jeremy the almighty jeremy let's see what he washes oh, almighty jeremy yeah. jeremy when you hop in the Hello. shower what's the first thing you wash it is my face okay. i'm so this is great this is a good one jeremy i've never met you correct. uh and and i uh i i have a feeling based on the fact that you wash your face first in the shower, that you love money. Is that true? Um, I love material things, yeah. I told okay. you, money. Money, money buys material. material things. Yeah. Uh, money buys me material things that make me happy. There you go. That's it. That's wow. all you need to know. Now, you does this apply to lover. everyone who... Like, Thanks for or, your call, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, like, everyone who does their um, hair is an intellectual artist. No, I listen. I also, I also get a sort of an aura. Okay, so you do not get. <laughs> what's my aura, ma'am? Did you? Did Gwyneth Paltrow send you a check? <laughs> she wanted to check on me. Um, yeah, well, because... I think we all need to check on you because you were gone for a few days, and now suddenly you're here. Pur purporting, purport, I can't even get the words out. Purporting to be a psychic. What? Well, listen. This is did something? Did you bump no, your head or something? No, just sometimes. You know, like I've been holding my gift in for a really long time, <laughs> and I thought it was time to share it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I'm, you want to take I, another I, caller? Of course. Of well, course. I want to see where this goes. So we've gotten a forearm, a hair. Well, let's see what face. Some face. Let's see what mm -hmm. Teresa washes first. How you doing, Teresa? I am doing great. I actually What's wash that? my hair first. You do. Okay. Well, Teresa, very much like our friend Bradley, um, you 
are a person that maybe um may i ask teresa do you have um racing thoughts do are you a person who um maybe finds it hard to sleep at night because your brain is is sort I of do. searching is yeah. that true mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i told you um you that's what that is that's what i know about you are you an that- artist do you do arty things I do some arty things, and I'm also an artist in the kitchen. Oh, I like that. I like oh. it, too. You should be an artist in at least two rooms of your house. Mm. Uh, I so can paint the, the wall. <laughs> okay, that works. That's any I was room. thinking maybe like the bedroom, but... You know. Okay. Oh. Well, in there, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, uh, Grant, uh, let's try another one. Uh, let's... What we're asking... Okay, listen... I've unleashed my talent. I'm sorry. I'm, my, I'm blown away. My gift. I've not seen anything like this out of you before. <laughs> if you tell I'm me I'm going to start first... putting you in the Gooper Scooper segment. <laughs> if you tell me the first thing that you wash in the shower, I can tell you about yourself. It's like a horoscope. Um, it's a shower scope. Grant, who do we have next? Well, we have Don and no reference to the soap. Don, what is the first thing oh, I like it. that you wash in the shower? Hi. Um, I want to say one thing first. I think that Alexis and Colleen should go into business together, and Alexis can read sticks, and <laughs> Colleen can do your shower habits. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, listen. I think, I think there's a place for this. I agree I really with do. you. Anyway, anyway and... I wash my hair first. Okay. Oh, well, wow. Lots of intellectual lot of hair, artists. Hair washers. Um, I want to ask you this question. Are you, do you fancy yourself a hopeless romantic? Absolutely not. Then I am wrong. <laughs> She's lying to us. Uh, she I probably don't doesn't. Think no, I'm not. You actually not wash lying. your hair first. <laughs> no. Okay. Did you mean I, the I'm hair? Well, <laughs> okay, Bradley, what were you going to add? Thank you for your call. I got it wrong. That's, that's never happened. Well, no, before. I just thought maybe like the hair on her arms or the hair on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. can have hair different uh, no, places. Hair on my head. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> your head. All right. All right. Yeah. So, and you're not a hopeless romantic. I just. I am not. I am not. It's okay. Maybe Colleen didn't get enough sleep last night. That's probably what that's it is. probably what it is. <laughs> but I really think you Boy. should check with Alexis on this. I, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going Read to. Read your stick I, and your, your and uh, wash your shower part. habits. Um, thank you. Okay, thank you for your call, Grant. Um, let's. We're gonna just tie this up in a sweet little bow. Okay. With the last caller, who we, is it? We got Leo on the phone. All right, Leo. Leo. Hello. What is the first thing you wash in the shower? Left shoulder. Left <laughs> shoulder. Knees and toes. Well, um, the left shoulder indicates oh. That you are a person who takes a lot of responsibility for a lot of things. And perhaps you feel like maybe you carry the world on your shoulders a little bit. But you are a loyal person and you are a reliable person. That's crazy. How'd you get all that? Because he told me that he washes his shoulder. That's crazy. That would be true, yeah. Thank you, Leo. I, I'm, I'm loyal. I, after my left shoulder, I move on to my wife's back. What does that mean? I like it, Leo. Uh, you're Thank horny. You. Exactly. Actually, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Thank you, Leo. Awesome. Well, look at that. Wow. Well, 
Thank you for sharing your gift with us finally. I, I don't understand why it took you this long to get there, but I appreciate that you're finally feeling comfortable enough around us I, to share. I feel like you know me better now, and mm. um, I have more gifts where that came from. Maybe I'll Great. share them okay. at a different date. Yeah. When, when we return, and thank you, thank you for allowing me to share it with you. It's kind of embarrassing when you have such a big gift like that, but yeah. Um, but you guys really accepted me for it. Thanks. I, yeah, look, we are here for you. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are here for the queen because the queen is back at it. We're going to have a little uh, chat about her return to royal duties, a little lifestyles of the queen after this on my talk 1071. Okay. So um, we've got an update on the queen on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. Uh, and the queen has something in common with uh, a lot of people that they've experienced over the last couple of years. Am I right, Bradley? Yes. And in fact, um, today's quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous involve the queen herself uh, hey, upon queenie. Hey, queen uh, upon learning that the queen from henceforth and you have to use the word henceforth when you're talking about the queen capital Q uh, will be working from home. Which I thought, oh my God, I need to understand what it's like for, a, you know, royal uh, lady, a.k.a. sovereign uh, of uh, the United Kingdom to work from home. Like, is she just like Jamie who walked around in a house coat and did housework in between meetings <laughs> for the last two years? Although he doesn't do that anymore and he doesn't wear a house coat. My point is, can people who worked from home over the last couple of years relate in any shape or form to the queen herself? Do you want to know the quick answer? I do want. No. I I think I do know the quick answer. <laughs> Nobody no. can compare because her home is Windsor Castle, right? And she yeah. has a staff whose job it is to work uh, in her home. Yeah. So she doesn't need to be like like I do with my husband, who's been working at, from home literally for two years. In about. 10 days it will have yeah. been two years that he's been home mm -hmm. um and i will every once in a while say hey can you throw a load of laundry in uh you know <laughs> when you take a break i don't think the queen is doing that <laughs> no in fact you should well you should marry that's why you should marry a virgo because they will find ways to get things done even when mm -hmm. they're doing 12 other things it's nice to have a virgo home trust me mm. um but i don't know what the queen actually i do know the queen i think she and i are the same sign she's a taurus she's she also washes her hair first so she's an intellectual artist oh, she is um but i will tell you that so i didn't know this but she hasn't really ever fully returned to buckingham palace which was sort of the seat of the queen um you know for mm -hmm. the majority of her reign but she hasn't apparently this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Currently been doing that. In fact, if you believe the Daily Mail, which is not always the best advice, um, but if you do believe the Daily Mail in this particular story, she never fully returned to Buckingham Palace or even spent the night there since March of 2020. So she has been staying at Windsor uh, Castle for the the entirety and it oh, it is wow. now it is now it now seems to be that she will continue um to do so going forward so she will permanently be at Windsor Castle working from home now that doesn't mean she's not going to show up places and do things but instead of opting for more um uh, you know, instead of like meeting everybody over Zoom, she'll probably go some places or have people over to Windsor Castle instead. But her main like headquarters is her house where she gets up every morning, does her hair just like you and me. Right. Or doesn't because we don't. Yeah. I don't when know if home. you've seen me today, so there's that. Oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a question that sure. I know you'll know the answer to mm. more than I or will I'll make know it the up. answer to. Yeah. Well, because I don't, I, I don't know if you know this, I have not finished The Crown. So, I mean, you haven't even, did you finish the first season of The Crown? I got pretty close. Okay. I, I could see the end of the first season, <laughs> like, in my queue. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's my question because yeah. I don't I think I don't understand the real estate situation of the Royals. Okay. Where is Windsor Castle in relation to Buckingham Palace? And second part of the first question, why would she why would she choose that over the other? Well, one, because I believe that Windsor Castle is the more homely of uh, her royal residences. And it's in Windsor. It should not mm-hmm. surprise you that Windsor Castle in Windsor. Um, but not in London, whereas Buckingham Palace, central London. So outside of London, you know, quieter, um, but still close enough that she can get there when she needs to for work. Okay. Okay. Well, keep going, Queen. Just keep up the good work. (laughs) Yeah, girl, Um, she needs to keep going all year long because it's her jubbly. It's her platinum jubbly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are so excited to speak with Mike Zuckerman from Alight, who's actually in Poland right now. We'll talk to Mike after this. Well, usually at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do one of our very popular segments, Crazy Stupid Idiots. And I promise you, we are going to get to those crazy stupid idiots in the next segment. But we have something really important to get to on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. why don't you tell us uh, what we are bringing to our listeners right now? I'm very excited because we have a special guest with us joining us uh, on the ground doing the doable from Alight. We have Mike Zuckerman, a global connector for Alight. And Mike, thank you so much for taking time out of your what I imagine is extremely busy day to help share with my talkers the work that you guys are doing. Glad to be here, Bradley. So, Mike, can you just give us a sense of what you actually are doing? And, well, first of all, where you are and the kind of work that you're engaged in right now. Yeah, I'm in uh, Poland in a town called Szemesz, which is just a few kilometers from the border with Ukraine uh, at the, the busiest border crossing uh, called Madeka, where um, about almost half of the people crossing into Poland have uh, come through. 
And, you know, that's about 1.5 million people in just the week uh, since the invasions began. So, uh, yeah, this is a, a crucial entry point. It's close to a, a major city in Ukraine called Lviv. And, yeah, it is a, a massive amount of people coming across. And this is where kind of the staging area is for them to welcome people into the country and then get them out to, to other places around uh, Poland and Europe. Mike, you know, when you say 1.5 million people, um, that is a stunning, staggering amount. And to those of us who are at home and uh, and are trying to kind of get our minds around what that means to first receive those people, but then also kind of triage and and move people through. What is that? I mean, I don't even know how to ask this question, but what does that look like uh, for you? And how are you engaged in, in what's happening there? Yeah, I mean, this is really just the beginning phases. It kind of reminds me of uh, seeing the, the Syrian crisis in Greece, where the you know humanitarian system wasn't really set up or prepared to respond to something like this. So a lot of things are falling onto locals, grassroots organizations, like people that literally just showed up to help out and now have made this their life. Uh, you're not seeing the large, uh, typical uh, organizations that you see at these mass displacement events around the world. This is really a kind of self-organized uh, response, and it's really impressive. Uh, the Polish people have been incredible, and the people who are showing up I think we're going to see it become more organized over the coming weeks, but really we've never seen, um, oops. Oh no. Well, we, we just lost him? him. I'll give him a call back. You guys. Oh, thank you, Grant. Okay. While yeah. we're, um, while we're waiting for him to come back, I just want to say that, you know, I was going to ask him, you know, we're asking my talkers to make contributions to Alight and the work that Mike and the, the other folks uh, that are on the ground, whether it's in Poland, and I think they'll be doing some work in Moldova if they haven't already started. You know, what kinds of uh, things are they actually doing um, on the ground, meeting people where they're at? Because again, he said, you know, you've got this huge wave of people and a very sort of um, not official response, but a humanitarian response people showing up who are like, I want to do help. And um, that's why we're asking my talkers to make that contribution on mytalk1071.com keyword, uh, I think Ukraine. And I think we have Mike back with us. Yes. We do, are you, are you there, that. Mike? Oh, yes, no, that's okay, because you're actually in Poland and doing things and we're just sitting in Minneapolis on our microphone. So, so we understand that we lost you, but Bradley, you had a, you had a, you, I think you had a question all queued up and ready. Well, yeah, I was just going to ask you, Mike, to kind of talk about, you know, that's, this is one of the things that I have seen Alight do so well is until there's, you know, there's going to be an official response. There are going to be larger uh, aid organizations who will show up and are probably working on some stuff. But in the meantime, and despite whatever the greatest challenges are facing this one and a half million people, a light is going to literally start unleashing, um, you know, human-centered, human-powered help to these people. What does that look like right now for you and the folks that are that are on the ground? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I really appreciate about the light approach is we're really kind of here on an assessment trip and a listening tour. Uh, part of you know, our philosophy is that the people going through this really understand their needs the best. 
And that's, that's really been at the, the center of our approach. And, you know, right now, this is, you know, I'm part of the rapid response team, and we're really doing, you know, emergency response on getting people safely, uh, comfortably uh, across the border. It's not happening at all uh, for everyone right now. It's really cold here. There's a lack of uh, indoor space. Uh, there's a need for some additional tents that are insulated and have heat coming into them. Uh, people are, you know, as you see kind of in the media, people are getting wrapped in these kind of like space-looking blankets. Um, but, you know, as I said, this is really just the beginning phase, uh, and there hasn't been a chance for UN and other actors who usually deploy their infrastructure to have it here. So, um, yeah, we're, we're doing other things like uh, sending supplies into Ukraine uh, where they're really needed, a lot of medical supplies. Um, but, again, the, the majority of what we're doing here is kind of emergency response and also making sure people make it to their destinations, uh, looking out for people who are exploited. Unfortunately, sometimes vulnerable people are taken advantage of. And this is, like I said, such a, a grassroots effort. Like people are just showing up uh, from all over Europe out of the kindness of their heart and offering rides and their homes. But we're, you know, really making sure that there's systems in place to make sure that we're tracking those rides and that the drivers are registered. And especially because, you know, a majority, almost all of the people coming across are women and children because men aged 18 to 60 are not able to leave U uh, Ukraine since uh, the state of emergency was declared on uh, February 24th. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts. But, you know, being here, witnessing it, talking to people is really so important, and I, I feel really lucky and uh, just happy to be a part of uh, the response team here. I think that, um, that you know, you, you did such a great job of explaining some of the actual material items that, that you are able to provide and how those are being um, dispersed in the moment. But And for our listeners who are who are being so wonderfully generous. By the way, we have at present, I'm looking at our current count, we are $10 away from $11,000 raised since 6 o'clock this morning. Um, and that is because our My Talkers are looking to do what we can do from where we are to help you do what you are doing so well where you are, Mike. Um, can you give some other ideas of, of where their dollar will go? Yeah, this is a uh, this is going to be a long term thing. But like I said, this is really in the emergency response phase. So right now, this involves um, setting up these reception centers. So so right across the border, these places are usually where cars are just flowing back and forth. But now you're getting this flood of thousands of people per day, and it's just into these fields. And the, the fire department here, um, the, the Poland Boy Scouts, there's all of these groups that have mobilized, but there's still so much of a flood of people that, again, we're really just trying to set up information points, uh, making signs and maps. A lot of them are hand-drawn or not even existent. So we're really just kind of doing the doable, going to local print stores, uh, you know, sourcing tents wherever we can find them we need to put down flooring inside of the tents because there's mud on the ground it's winter here so i mean it's a, it's a variety of things that really are just kind of piecemeal and uh you know and by talking to 
uh, both the, the refugees who are coming across and also these Polish people who have shown up. We've identified so many needs. There's fire extinguishers needed. There's gas. Uh, for powering the heaters that's needed, but all of that is uh, out of supply. We're having to drive all the way to Krakow sometimes to get some of these supplies. So it's really just this mix of different things that are, are rapidly responding to the, the changing situation. You know, Mike, I'm sure you have, um, and, I, and I don't know like how long you've been with the light or the other projects that you've worked on, but I imagine you've got plenty of experience um, with you know other situations with displaced persons. Is there a sense you can give us about what this particular experience, um, like how it has struck you or what has struck you? You've talked a little bit about how people are just showing up to help. Um, is there anything else that you have noticed about this particular incident that might help our my talk listeners understand what you're dealing with or what you're facing? Yeah, this is really unique. I think not only for me and my work in different displaced contexts, but in this, you know, for a generation. Uh, the largest refugee camp in the world right now uh, is in uh, Bangladesh, which is about 1.2 million people. But that took several months for it to reach that size, whereas we're seeing a larger number that number than that in just a week alone. And, you know, the other thing that's, it's just different here in Europe. Like there's not, there aren't camps. Uh, there, there, there's these reception centers where people are receiving them and then people are going out into different houses and, uh, you know, people are opening up their homes or Airbnb.org uh, has offered 100,000 houses. There's a lot of other organizations. You know, Uber even is offering free rides. Unfortunately, there's not enough drivers. So working on kind of how to crowdsource that to be larger. But, yeah, this is a, a very different situation. It's happening inside of the EU. Um, there's a kind of – there's a welcoming here that is, is, is different than any of the other responses I've had uh, by the host community. And there's also a, a passion from the world. You know, I'm, you know, a lot of people are asking me how they can help and sending money and things like that without having to ask. And I think a lot of the times when we work in other contexts, they're, you know, it's on the news, but it's not necessarily uh, impacting people as much. And, you know, just seeing war happening in Europe is, is something that kind of, I think, seemed like it was from, you know, a, a past time. And so it's really affecting people. Um, and it's, I don't know, it, it's really inspiring to see how, uh, how this response is. And again, the other thing is that this is going to be a long-term situation. So right now, mm -hmm. people are being very generous, and we're calling it kind of the honeymoon phase. But as you know, having house guests kind of gets old after a short time, even if it's family or friends. So uh, we're, we're really trying to uh, work with different uh, host countries and, and think about long-term solutions to housing that are, you know, more than the next couple of weeks. But this is, again, something really complicated that uh, we've never seen in this generation. So it's going to take everyone to, you know, stay involved in this and to, you know, problem solve and uh, continue being, uh, you know, generous with their time and uh, attention. Well, Mike, we want to thank you for being uh, generous with your time for us while you are uh, very busy doing real amazing work uh, in Poland. Please uh, just accept our gratitude to you and, um, and go forward and continue to do such great work. And thank you for joining us. 
Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for working alongside Alight. Uh, and we really appreciate the support that even though this is kind of new and we're still assessing things and figuring it out, we're really grateful for the support and shows that, you know, you guys uh, and your community trust us and uh, our ability to show up and do things and do the doable. So really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you Mike. so much. That's Mike Zuckerman from Alight. We are busy. Uh- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And you are all busy working with us to raise funds for the work that Mike and others are doing with a light on the ground in Poland uh, right now, for example, helping the people of Ukraine. We had a goal. We have a goal of $15,000 right now. We are probably going to have to stretch that goal. I'm so excited to tell you because we are so close to $12,000, Bradley, which is double what we started with at the beginning of our show. Yeah, we absolutely, I think we're around 6,000 something and we're just about at 12,000 and that's because my talker showed up over the last three hours and you will continue to show up as you've shown up all morning. You'll show up this afternoon, you'll show up tomorrow and the next day and that's because you know that um, we can make great change um, with with very little. Um, and, you know, the more we get over to, you know, the people like Mike who are doing the work, the better they can, you know, translate that money into help for those people in Ukraine and beyond. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to pivot back into what we do so well, which is tell you about the crazy, stupid idiots of the world. Dumb people doing dumb things after this on my talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi, Bradley. Can you do me a favor and can you mute that thing? Thank you. Um, Hey, before we get to our dumb people doing dumb things, if we even have time for it, I just want to thank everybody once again uh, who have shown up. You, my talkers are so wonderful and donated uh, to the work that we are doing in partnership with a light to help uh, the people of Ukraine. And all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com and right there on the front page, you'll see where you're supposed to click. And then you click there, you do a couple more clicks uh, and you can help us reach our goal. We had a goal of $15,000 that we started out with at the beginning of the day today. And uh, I think we're pretty poised to smash that goal, kick it right out of the car, uh, out of the park. Oh my um, God, we that are would be presently, so awesome. I know. Well, no, we had a personal goal on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, we didn't tell you about it, but we really wanted to double what we started the show with. And so, um, we are so close to that. We had hoped to get up above twelve thousand uh, dollars today. We're at eleven thousand nine hundred fifty-five dollars. We can go over. 
we certainly can go over. And really quickly, while we are uh, before, again, maybe we'll get to crazy stupidity. It's maybe we won't. You'll find out. We got a lovely email from Kendra that I, I just I didn't feel like we could leave the show without sharing this. Um, Kendra said, hello, Cobra. Thank you for your Ukraine campaign. I actually left Poland four days before the conflict started unknowingly. I wanted to mention what a beautiful country it is. The people of Poland are amazing. But also I wanted to make people aware that the average Polish person makes about $7,000 in U.S. dollars a year. They are being so generous to the people of Ukraine, even though they themselves might have very little. Donations will be so helpful. We are very blessed in this country, and I am inspired by the love and support being sent to this region. I just wanted to share my thoughts and thank you for doing what you are doing. Um, and we thank you, my talkers, for helping us do what we do. We just talk, but you act and you help by being generous and to the tune of $12,005. That's awesome. And you guys, I, I'm not surprised we say this time and time again. This is why I'm, I'm, I was just you know, beyond amazed uh, to learn that we were going to be partnering with Alight because I know the work that they do, which directly helps people. I know that the work uh, my talkers do directly helping people uh, whenever there is a need. So that you put those two things together and the result is that a lot of people are going to be helped directly uh, over the next few days and week, well, really hours, days, weeks, and probably months and years. Absolutely. And um, if you did happen to miss, we had a wonderful conversation with Mike uh, with a light who, by the way, had just pulled over to the side of the road while he was, I, I believe he was actually at a McDonald's in a parking lot, uh, talking to us as they are um, in a location in Poland that has received so far over 1.5 million people. Imagine what that feels like. Um, not necessarily at that exact point, no, but going through um, and trying to sort of triage uh, where some people have arrangements and places to go and others maybe don't. Um, and they're doing such a wonderful job mobilizing to make that happen. Well, and the thing that I love about what Mike talked about, and again, listen to the podcast if you want to hear the interview, they also spoke with uh, the CEO of Alight Jocelyn this morning um, on the Jason Alexis show. Um, you can hear, I think there's going to be an interview on both Donna and Steve and Lori and Julia, and I don't know all the details, but stay tuned. You'll hear all sorts of, you know, direct from the people involved work that's being done. But one of the things that I love that Mike said was right now they're doing that emergency response. And part of that response is to listen. And this is so key to the work Alight does and why they're so successful because they listen to the people who have needs and then address those needs. Instead, a lot of times we think problem, oh, what about, let's do this. Well, that sounds like a great idea, but do the people affected really need that or want that? Right. You, you don't know until you ask. And a lot of times it's not that places don't do that, but that's maybe a lower list on the priority. Whereas a light is constantly seeking uh, input and feedback from the people they serve. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we want to say thank you to you, our My Talk listeners, as we wrap up the Colleen and Bradley show today. Uh, you have raised $12,355. That's crazy. We're going to blow through our gold today. Doing. It's so amazing. And again, like you said, Bradley, I am, I, I am moved and not at all surprised because our wonderful listeners continue to be as wonderful as we know you can be. 
thank you guys and on so that note. <laughs> thank you guys so much for all you've done and you will continue to do. We yes. are doing this together. Lori and Julia are coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Everybody stay safe out there and be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye.